0: And welcome back to a spanking brand new episode of Grumpy Old Game Men and Their Dogs. It's episode 63, day 335 here in Zen Room. Getting close to the end. Getting close to the end of the year. My name, of course, is Patrick Finn, and I am here with the flirtatious Tommy Gibbons. Hi, bitches. How are you tonight, Tommy?
1: I'm actually at this moment watching somebody debone a turkey.
0: Ooh, that sounds like fun. It's fascinating. (laughs) Is, and did, like have innuendos?
1: No, no. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Deep on my turkey, bitch. <laughs> yes, we have a special guest tonight. My husband and producer, Stephen Prendergast. Hey. Why you may ask? Because tomorrow is his birthday. So we figured we'd celebrate it a little bit here tonight on the show. I still expect a gift.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's coming. It's coming. Which birthday is it? Fuck you. Fifty one. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah. I'm fifty one. Fifty one.
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: Okay. It would be nice if you knew your husband's age.
0: You're nine years younger than me. Uh-oh. You were, oh, so I'm sorry, my math is bad. This is why I'm a lawyer and not an accountant. You were born in 1970, so you're 52. Mm-hmm. You're 51 now. Uh-huh. Get over yourself, bitch. <laughs> so we're celebrating. Yes, we'll be celebrating tonight. Okay. How
1: was your Thanksgiving? Going you to go off to a great stand? Right, yeah. <laughs> Beautiful start. How was your Thanksgiving, Tommy? It was lovely. <laughs> Spent amongst family. Good. Enough food to feed two families, probably. Probably fed four families. Everybody took what was left. Yeah. Nice. Cool. Very cool. Yeah, we had a small
0: Thanksgiving gathering here. Dinner for four. Dinner for three. Uh, I yeah, for dinner for three. three, although, yeah, because John Steele was here with us. I packed Sheila to go play yeah Yeah, Sheila Barksdale came later for uh, dessert. Okay.
2: And since she last minute canceled, I gave her lots of green bean casserole. Yes. <laughs>
0: I like green bean casserole.
2: <laughs> me too, she does. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Got it. Yeah, so it was. We had, really nice, we had a really nice day here for Thanksgiving. Yeah, I cooked a lot of food. Oh, delicious stuffing. Stuffing was excellent, I thought, this year. Good for you. As opposed to... My Past years, it was shitty as I, hell, but no, this year it was great. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, should we move on to our very first segment then? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yes, it's time for a little heavy petting. So, uh... Patched dogs. What yes. Okay. Well, the first story I uh, was given to me actually by John Steele himself. He notified me of the story. Excellent Amen. job, O oh, Steele. Good
1: and luck you, out you've, there, John and, Steele.
0: Yep. And you've heard of the old saying that when a dog bites a man, that's not news, but when a man bites a dog, that is news. Yeah, I've heard it. Well, this is even better news.
1: This is dog shoots man. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What What happened happened was... The uh, the world would be a whole lot better if they took over, probably. uh, Right? Other
0: than the smell is good. But but it was quite accidental. It wasn't what you think it was. It was this 32-year-old man in Turkey who had gone hunting and brought his dog
1: with him. Let me ask you a question. Yes? What do you think I think it is? What do you mean, what what do I think you think it is? You said it's not what you think it is. Because you know
2: Louie would pick up that shotgun and shoot you in the face with the sight on the barrel. Yes, yes, agreed.
1: What I'm saying is, are you assuming that I am picturing it as like a dog holding a Oof. rifle? Yes. Like pointing it and aiming it. And yes. So no, it's not that the dog picked up the rifle and is pointing it. No. It. That's not, your thinking is wrong there. Yeah. That's not what it is. <laughs>
0: But what happened in this case was the man was putting his dog into the backseat of the car and he laid the rifle down. Okay. And the way he laid it down, it was, the barrel was facing towards him. And when he put the dog, and it was obviously still loaded. And no So when he put the dog in, yeah, there was no safety on. So the dog's paw hit the trigger. Boom. Shot the guy.
2: At least he didn't shoot the dog.
0: No. Yeah, at least the dog. Where was this? This happened in Turkey. Uh, What was his injuries? He died. He died? He died. The man died. The
1: dog... uh, Okay. So, yeah.
2: <laughs> you know that's how you're going to die. I'm going to lay the gun down. <laughs> put,
0: put Abigail... No, she would never do that to me. Why does that she light loves keep turning red when I talk? I don't know. But just uh, is supposed to show you, if you're taking your dog out to go
1: hunting, be very careful with your weapons around your dog at all times. Something else popped into my head about it. you. sounding like a luxury old woman. Keep yeah. your dog safe at all times. Yes, exactly. And that through me from what I was
2: thinking. And on a fucking leash. <laughs>
1: But that's it for that story. No, it's a gun safety story. What's that? That story is a gun safety story. Yes, it is.
0: That's why I said you should Keep always be careful with your weapons, you even around your dogs. Okay. You know? this is Some freak accident like this could happen. But that just sounds like the idiot didn't turn the gun
1: off before he put it away.
0: Well, yeah, he didn't unload the weapon. He didn't he did. put the safety on. He didn't turn it he off. He put it down on the seat on which he was putting the dog. And the dog stepped on it and boom. You're an idiot. Uh, that's yeah, some
1: shit. he's dead. Yep.
0: But anyway, we now move on to our compendium of canines, our dictionary of dogs. And we're up to the letter K today. K. Yes. K. And today's dog is the
1: Kai. Kind... I get to guess on everything you deliver like a game show host. Oh, okay. okay. Then you can guess. So just... now, we're up Letter here. K. Letter K. Dogs, I start with a K. Jesus. I printed the script. I can't guess. <laughs> yeah, because
0: he starts on his first page. Oh. Uh, <laughs> is it? Uh,
1: uh, oh, God. I'm thinking of something Afghan hound-like in... Huh. I don't know. I don't know. I can't think of any dogs. Though. You're a way off
0: course. This dog is from Japan. It's called the Kai Ken. It's considered a national monument in Japan. It originated in what was called the Kai Province, this now called some the heavy Yamanashi <laughs> Prefecture. Home to the highest mountains in Japan, including Mount Fuji. Well, what does it look like? Oh, I'll show you a picture right now. Because it sounded like a pug little thing. This is oh, what it looks no. like. Okay. No, it is definitely not a pug-like dog.
2: No, it looks more like a Akita, right?
0: It's uh, it's a dog. It's like okay, it's native to uh, Japan. It stands about twenty to twenty-two inches high at the shoulders. Its tail is curled over in the back or in a sickle position. It weighs between twenty-five and fifty-five pounds. The coat is a uh, very harsh texture. It's medium length and can come in various Shades of brindle or tiger stripes.
1: Okay.
0: Uh, there are three main shades of brindle, the Akatora, which is red, the Chutora, which is middle, and Kurotora, which is black. The puppies are born a solid color, and their brindle markings develop as they age. It can take as long as five years before they fully show their markings. Ooh, you got to be careful. Watch out who the paper daddy is. Right. But they were used... Right. Uh, they, were, <laughs> they were used because of where they were bred. They were used to hunt mountainous terrain in, in this province, where its primary quarry was the... Serow. I never heard of it. It's a goat antelope type of animal.
1: That dog, that dog would hunt gonna, was gonna go hunt yep. that.
0: It would also hunt, be used to hunt after deer, wild boar, and even bear. Yeah, that's, that's a hunting dog, right? Not a fucking deer, man. I've seen, I've well, seen these dogs before. Just remember, just because they
2: hunt them doesn't mean they live through the hunt. <laughs> <laughs>
1: know what that means
0: (laughs) but the kai ken is considered the kai ken is considered to be intelligent agile alert and brave they make good watchdogs They're reserved with strangers, but loyal to their families. They're often good with children, are not usually aggressive towards other dogs. They also love to swim and have been known to cross rivers and climb trees while chasing their prey. Ain't that some shit. Right? So that's the story of the Kai Ken. Unusual looking dog, right? Yeah. Yeah. It almost reminds me of like a short-faced shepherd, you know?
2: It's like a dog in a lion costume. Yeah. Yeah. A
0: tiger costume. I mean, I, I, but I love the coat coloring. Yeah, that's cool, right? Isn't that beautiful? Look at the red.
2: The red is pretty.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. This is a, well one. look at that. That's beautiful coloring on it. Looks like you kind of to
1: mom's lipstick.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so that is the story of. Tommy's the, hair used to look like that. Yeah, a long, long time <laughs> long ago, time ago. <laughs> galaxy far, far away. But we now move on to our very next segment.
2: Happy birthday. Many happy returns. A very happy birthday.
0: Yes, it's time for today's birthdays. yes, slam right, on me. Yeah, and we've got two birthdays for you today. Two? Yes, two, and they're both alive. Okay. And they're both singers. Okay. The first one was born November 30th, 1978, in North Carolina to a family of Baptists. Growing up, he sang in various church and school choirs. He finished second place on the second season of American Idol in 2003, losing to Ruben Studdard. Oh, is it that little gay kid? And his debut album... That's skinny
1: little dick... That skin
3: little
0: gay kid? What's Clay. his name? Clay. Clay Aiken. Clay Aiken is correct. Or as we used to call him back then, Gay, gay Aiken. Aiken. Yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> he actually came out as gay in a 2008 interview with People magazine. Didn't he run for office, too? Yes, he did. He, in 2014, he ran and lost as the Democratic candidate for the 2nd Congressional District in North Carolina. And in this past year, he ran and came in third in the Democratic primary for Congress in another district. So, yeah, he's been running for office He also uh, has appeared on Broadway. He made his Broadway debut in 2008 playing Sir Robin in Monty Python's Spamalot.
1: Okay. Yeah. I saw that production. I didn't see him. No, I didn't see him either. Good for you, Clay Aiken. How old is he?
0: Uh, I think he's 33. No, he's got to be older than that. He was born in 78, so... He's... Uh, wow. 35, maybe? Wow. 45. 45. 45. Yeah,
1: people with the degrees. You
0: said 78. 78, yeah. I told you, math is not my forte. Would you like to see a clip of Clay Aiken singing? It depends heavily on what he's singing. Um, I don't remember, actually. Here we go. When you're hearing, feeling small. Can you just bring me to the money oh, now? Of course not, you gotta do a build up. No. And
1: just be Hold on, I'll tell you again after we get some shooting. Happy really for here. Yeah, Well I, that- I
2: remember seeing this live and thinking, "Wow, he got into a fight with a weed whacker."
0: Anyway, to Clay, can we say, "Happy birthday!" Happy birthday, then Clay. Then the- yeah. And after the again. Anyways, like that. that's all about Clay Aiken. We'll now move on to our second birthday celebrant today. She, I believe, was born in Virginia. I don't know. Or don't West know Virginia, that. I believe. I
2: didn't see this page. But what she was born really in asking? the South. Oh, yes.
0: Yeah, she was born in Virginia. Virginia. But she currently lives on Long Island. She has, she has pursued a... Professional singing and acting career for many years. How old is she? I will never reveal a lady's age. She has appeared throughout Long Island theaters. She recently appeared in the production of The Violet Hour that I directed. And she also recently co directed the show Intimate Apparel for East Line Theater at the Bacchus Center in uh, Lindenhurst. Uh, okay. We call her Connie as a nickname. <laughs> (laughs) But (laughs) haven't figured out who we're talking about yet, huh? I know, and I know I should know. She's at my dinner table, and she's
2: been on this podcast. Yes, she has. She's a little bit darker than me. Are you talking about Sheila? Yes,
0: I am. (laughs) What today is Sheila Boxdale's birthday?
1: Okay,
0: Sheila, of course, is one of our biggest fans and followers and promoters. Set me up. Yep. Yes, I did. Of yes, course I did. set you up. I had to. This shit's fucked up. Had that little fun. All right. For those of you who want to see what Sheila looks like, you can look at our pictures on our website, on our blog. We have pictures from the Pride Parade, and she's holding the banner. Yes. Why?
1: Uh, I'm st- I, you know what? I still got to get kind of bent about the why she don't ask a question.
0: <laughs> I don't know. She doesn't. She's shy. Yeah. She don't have to be here. I know. Sheila
1: asks, and then... Yeah, Sheila did... was,
0: for those of you who don't know or remember, Sheila was the inspiration for this podcast in the first place. Sheila has a question. Sheila has a question, was going to ask what so it was
1: going to originally be called. But then we expanded upon the idea. And now Sheila's not involved at all, even to submit a written question via text, email, send a fucking... Nope. What do they call them? Pigeons?
2: Every once in a while, we get a question. But usually when it's around the dinner table. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And she's like, wait, wait. She has to take out her pen and pencil.
0: (laughs) I had a question.
1: And then we can, like, you can read it. Happy birthday,
0: Sheila. Yes. Happy birthday, Sheila. (laughs) being that tomorrow is Stephen's birthday. Oh, God. I can already feel the cavity. I thought we'd celebrate and play a little Stephen birthday trivia. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> Am I going to get
2: any of it? Right?
0: No, no. You, you, you're you're going to get all these. are easy ones. All right. All right. All right. Some of them are even... I'll make them multiple choice for them, too. First question for you, Thomas. What are Stephen's parents' names? Is it A, James and Barbara? B, John and Dolores? Or C, Henry and Harriet. James and Barbara. James and Barbara is James correct. Barbara is correct. Very good. Next question. How many siblings uh, does Stephen have in total? In, uh, uh, siblings. Yes. How many siblings does he have? Good. I'm going to say six. Six, is, six correct. is correct. Very good. Wow. I'm impressed. Me
2: and Tommy have pretty much the same family. the same family.
1: family. <laughs> <laughs> Irish, Catholics, seven kids. Yep. This- you have more girls than yours. This- I have yeah. Well, as mom
2: says, she's got three and a half of each.
0: Alright. <laughs> Go ahead. Oh, next one's an interesting one. Which of the following of my friends is a blood relation of Stephen? Is it A, Kenny Hennessy? B Jerry Powers, or C Steve Corbellini? Kenny Hennessy. BAM! Um, it's Jerry Powers. Jerry Powers. I did that. And what is the relationship? Jerry is Steven's cousin. Jerry, Jerry is Stephen's
2: Jerry sp- is my mother's
1: cousin. Oh, okay. All right. So you're so room, you like like stuck, stuck third- into the. Yeah. First and second, second removed and we're displaced. Promoted. Yeah, whatever. So, so, all right. yeah, okay. Okay. You're close enough that you shouldn't get married. Yeah. Next question for you. Although with you and Jerry, it wouldn't really matter. Nobody would. Nobody would. Next question. At what business
0: was Stephen employed when we first met? Oh Was ahead. it a oh, good. Lowe's? B Home Depot Home Depot Or C Estelle's Dresses
1: Home Depot Home Depot is correct Very Home good
2: Home
1: Depot is correct
2: Yes That's <laughs> I you know mean, right
1: Like you start to hear it after a while Okay Home Depot No <laughs> The pitch The sound The tone The delivery <laughs> And then
0: lastly What is my nickname for Steven?
1: Honeyhead
0: Honeyhead We now move on to our next segment <laughs> Well, actually, we have two this week. This is, a, this is happened today. Well, what happened today and what happened last week? Yeah. Last week on November 25th, singer actress Irene Cara
1: died. That's like the sound of that whole era. of well, Irene Cara, like those well, Yeah, the eighties. You yeah. know. Yeah.
2: Uh, to quote, to quote somebody in this room, she ain't gonna live forever.
1: Well, uh, <laughs> you know what? I maintain it's a pun on it uh, like it acknowledges her. It's a pun on her line in one of the song. It proves that I know who who she was. What I'm talking about. I, I, I took a cheap shot. <laughs> <laughs> all
0: right, all right. For those of you who don't know, Irene Cara rose to prominence in 1980 for. Her role is Coco Hernandez in the 1980 musical film Fame. And
1: which she For stands, which she
0: recorded the film's title song, which reached number one all over the world. And others in it. Yes. Yes, she did. She also did uh, the, uh was it, the Lunchbox Jam, it's called. It Isn't it the Body Electric? Um, I sing the Body Electric. No, I don't think that's her. I don't think that's her. Huh. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's not her. You going to play a clip? I'm going to play what is probably her best known song, which is... Flashdance, What a Feeling! For which she won the 1983 Oscar for Best Song, the 1984 Grammy Award for Best Female Pop Performance, and the 1984 Golden Globe Award for Best Original Song, as well as the American Music Award for Best uh, R&B Female Artist, and Best Pop Single of the Year. She was the first Hispanic black woman to win an Oscar in, in a category other than acting. Huh. And here, of course, Ain't That Some Shit. Keep
3: the music Close my eyes Feel the rhythm Wrap around Take a hold Of my heart Wanna
0: feel yeah. It, <laughs> it's <laughs> even, yeah, it's epic I can't handle my life The video is so... So 80s un- unapologetically. Right.
1: Yes. What a feeling. Would you say that was the most famous? I don't think that was the most famous. Oh, I do. Well, what do you think is the it's most probably famous? Probably most, most No. Oh, I think this was a, bigger,
0: this was a much bigger hit than Fame. Much bigger hit.
2: The straight guys know this. They don't know Fame.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: right? Well, this song was like for a really long time and probably still. I bet they still play it in clubs. Yeah. Do they still have clubs? I don't know.
0: Right, we were discussing that. Like, where do gay people go dancing anymore? But that's a whole other topic.
1: Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, uh, inescapable, no matter where you went. Bowling alley, you were at an ice skating rink. Roller skating rink. Yeah. You were at somebody's party. You and were you, in a heard, car, and uh, you heard. You heard. What a feeling
0: come up somewhere.
1: Ubiquitous. But and it was like that for a long time. A very
0: long time. It was a big hit. You know?
2: That's when everybody came to school with the the sweatshirts with the cutoff. Yeah,
1: oh yeah.
0: So, Irene Cara, thank you for the music. What was the name of that movie? What? This was was Flashdance. Flashdance. Yeah, Yeah, it was from Flashdance. We now move on to the second death that occurred just today, and that would be musician, singer, songwriter, Christine McVie. Yeah. Best known for her association with Fleetwood Mac. She was born in England. While studying sculpture, she became involved in the blues music scene. In 68, she married John McVee, who the year before joined the group Fleetwood Mac. She initially sang backup vocals, but by 1971 was a full member of the band, playing keyboards and singing lead vocals. In 1974, the band moved to the U.S., during which time Lindsey Buckingham and Stevie Nicks joined the band. Uh-oh. Their 1974's album... Uh, self-titled album included the McVee songs Over My Head and Say You Love Me which entered the top 20 and put the group on the map. Their next album of course was the epic 1977 album Rumors which includes the uh, Christy McVee songs You Make Love and Fun Don't Stop Oh Daddy and Songbird. She also wrote the hit Everywhere from the 1987 album Tango. That's another
1: album that's like absolutely representative of its time. What? Oh Rumors. Rumors. Oh God yes. Yeah. Yeah. 1977, definitely. And it absolutely made it made that band.
0: Many cr- many critics star. consider it one of the best albums of all time. And to me, it's a story of of these two couples' breakups, basically. That's what these uh, a lot of these songs are about and that on
1: that album. Interesting. Interesting. I'm tapping my chin. I'm interested. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually the third chin. Hold on. Let me get to the first there it is. In a tune, more to time. You gotta play music to slip a wrist to. (laughs) Play something from rumors, for fuck's sake. What is this? You don't like the song? I love the song. We're doing a podcast. Are we looking at the to be telling to people how. She's got a lovely voice. Yes, she really does. And the lyrics are profound and wonderful. Who gives a fuck? I'm asleep. Uh, So you want to hear just the conventions? I didn't say I wanted to hear anything. I said I didn't want to hear that.
0: Fine, I'll play another song. Not even that everyone here that it was inappropriate for the use. Uh, okay, here we go. Maybe you'll know this one.
1: I <laughs> think <laughs> that it's an uplifting, the nice, friendly thing. Not all we got. Oh my God! Instruments. Is that a guitar, right there? Um, I have an observation of you from me. You want an observation of you from me. Oh, what's that observation? You're, you want to be as as obscure and as. Sort of snotty about picking (laughs) these obscure songs that only the certain kind of sir would know or whatever. Play the fucking Fleetwood Mac song because
0: everyone knows all these other
1: songs. And she died. And we want to. We want to. We want to listen to something nice and good and something that we know that make us think of a time. Many people know that song. Many people. Of course. Of course. Here we go. The obstinate. Yeah, but and at least least she
0: sang Lee vocals on the song "Don't Stop," which she You don't hear her vocals on that now, do
1: you? No! No, you don't. But. (laughs) Boys, don't make me separate. (laughs) To look snotty and intellectual, I'm going to pick the most obscure fucking song. She's an attorney! God. Are you done? I I, I don't know. There's no
0: telling. Well know. anyway, she died today in a hospital following
1: a brief illness. Okay. Well, I'm sorry to hear that. Yes, as I am think I think she made a very nice contribution to the world. Yes, she did. And she I'm sure she'll be missed by all of those who loved her. Yes, she will. Yeah. So, thank you for the music, Christine
0: McPhee. We now <laughs> move on to our next segment.
2: Today in history. Tommy's lips just
1: got so tight, it's like a virgin's
2: asshole.
1: <laughs> you hush now.
0: This
1: well, is why I don't want a video. Well,
0: today in baseball involves... Today in baseball? I mean, today in, today in history involves baseball <laughs> and a homo. Okay. Because back today in 1988, the National League Baseball president, Bart Giamatti, fired umpire Dave Pallone... For being gay, what had happened was in November of that we year. We know what
1: happened was
0: he was. Well, yeah, no, no. But, there's, a, there's a lot of there's a lot more to the story. He was outed in a New York Post article that alleged that he was involved in a sex ring that involved teenage boys. But the DA's office later determined that alone that was not involved in this
1: but it put him gay enough
0: but what had happened before this things that some people think that this was like getting back at him and it all relates to a famous baseball game that he umpired and got into this famous fight with pete rose at the game i'm going to show you the, the clip from the game right now yeah. okay it's a short
2: park.
0: oh boy he off the base safe. He's in the run, scored. Do you believe it? A late call by the first base on Yeah, that's the whole thing. Bill Robinson, I think, made the call for him, and because it was late, Saski didn't have a chance to throw home to get Johnson. I don't believe it. I don't either. Look at this. That's what Pete's arguing about. But well, why did he call? call? Well, Pete's got a point because he's got
1: to make the call right now. Oh, boy. Whoa. Uh-oh. oh oh boy. They're going to grab Pete.
0: So, for those of you following it at home, what had happened was, was they were playing the New York Mets, Mookie Wilson was at bat, and he ran to first base after his hit, and the umpire, Dave Pallone, made a late call calling him safe. Now, when you watch the videotape initially, it looks really close as to what it, whether he was safe or out. But on the delay, you can see he was safe. But he delayed on the call, which allowed... The running win, the running the winning, the winning running. run right. to come in at home. Okay. So Pete Rose went nuts. And he claims first that Pallone actually touched him in the face. Well, that's not what I saw. But anyway, after he basically chested into Polone Polone threw him, out of, him the game. out of the game. And then after the well, after that happened. Fans started throwing garbage onto the field. They had to stop the game. Pallone, the umpire, left the game. So that, and then they eventually cleaned up the field and proceeded with the rest of the game which the Reds lost. Okay. But that was the context for all this leading up to him being fired for being gay. Okay. So that was the story. And, and
1: I'm sorry well, fire Dad. him
2: for a bad call not for being gay.
1: But the, first of all the call was right right you said? Yes was, when they showed it, it was later on, on in but the slow low right. yeah was the right call. he was safe. He just waited too long to do it.
0: Yeah because because in delaying that he allowed the, the winning run to come in without the Reds trying to throw the ball at home first you right, know. Right. So that was the story that was was today in history wow that's a pretty boring bleak ass day in history man. that's well if you are involve a gay person
1: i had to tell a story you okay. know okay well, are we going to tell every gay story yes <laughs> baseball yes well, the, the baseball ones can be interesting that one wasn't <laughs> <laughs> that one was
0: i'm so sorry to many sports fans that was a very infamous uh game okay i think i
1: remember seeing you live really yeah during my captivity days <laughs>
0: We now move on to our next segment. What day is it? Could you play Tell me. This what day is it, it? I'm confused, you say. Yes, today, it's, today is it now. What day is it we're playing? Are you sure? I, I, yes. Did you
1: just have a small a, have a small throat? seizure.
0: A yes. A small, <laughs> small like one. That
2: it, Sorry. Yeah, okay. Let's not play with the seizure.
0: But today, for what day is it? Today is National Meth Awareness Day. Speaking okay.
1: Of- <laughs> right? <laughs> Meth awareness?
0: According to the statistics, drug, over death, drug overdose deaths from psychostimulants such as meth rose from 547 in 1999 to over 23,000 in 2020. Why is that? Because of the, I guess, easy availability of it.
2: Because of the fake shit going
0: on. Is it cheap? I don't know. I've never tried, bought meth or anything like that. It's not a drug I'm interested in. Okay, but you brought it up. Well, because it's National Meth Awareness Day. It's
1: National Other Thing Day too, and yeah, we're going to be getting to
0: meth. that. But because meth uh, it seems to be a problem significantly in the gay community, yeah, oh yeah. So that's why I figure I'd mention it up an ass. But according to these, according to these statistics, from so twenty fifteen From twenty fifteen <laughs> to twenty nineteen, arrests for meth possession increased by fifty-nine percent. During that same time period, people who claimed a meth related drug problem jumped to thirty-seven percent, and overdose deaths overdose deaths involving meth more than doubled. The top three states reporting the most uh, meth use? Florida. Nope. Arizona, Montana, and West Virginia. Damn.
2: Oh, West Virginia. The
0: states with the it's highest meth rate it again. The it's foreign. S-
2: <laughs> it's the, states,
0: in that the states with the highest meth death rate are New Jersey, Indiana, and Ohio. Okay. I'm thinking overwhelmingly white. Dou- those statistics I don't know. I don't have any of those statistics. Okay. But it does, it's just getting
1: worse. So national meth there, what should we do about that?
0: Well, Don't do what meth. Well, don't do meth, number one. But also what's what they're doing now as far as law enforcement is just not working. It's just
1: you're arresting people, but you're not taking care of the problem. Is there like a... That's because uh, they arrest like,
2: people and they're freaking cooking meth in jails. Yeah.
1: Is there like a 1-800-My-Kid-Has-Meth or My-Kid-Is-On-Meth? Yeah, there's... My kid is on... Meth. Yeah, or, my kid is on meth. Oh, there are plenty of uh, facilities available
0: hotlines. now. Yeah, definitely. We don't know any, though, right? Off the top of my head, no. no. You can look them up easily online now. You okay. can
2: also call 311
1: in New York It's and just ask them. I'm just saying, shoddy research. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we'll post a couple of hotlines.
1: Yes, we can do that. National Meth Day.
0: Yes. November 30th. Yes. And it is also today National Moose Day. Moose. And I don't mean the Bullwinkle Moose. I no. mean the dessert
1: Moose. Oh, Moose.
2: Oh, you see, he got us a cake with Moose in it. It's no, mousse.
1: it's not Moose. It's the uh, it's the stuff the pigs get. Truffle. Truffles, yeah. Yeah,
0: but it's a truffle Moose. Okay. Do you know what the word mousse means? Um, no. It means foam in French. Foam? Yes. As in they drop it at you while you're dancing at a club? Yes. Yeah. Foam. Foam. That's what, exactly what mousse means. It incorporates air bubbles to give it a light and airy texture. It can range from light and fluffy to creamy and thick, and may be sweet or savory. Sweet mousses are typically made with like whipped jizz. egg whites, whipped cream, or flavored with chocolate, coffee, caramel, pre fruits or various herbs and spices like mint and vanilla, and are best served chilled. There are also savory mousses that are made from meat, fish, shellfish, foie gras, cheese, or vegetables, and best served warm or at room temperature. Salmon
2: mousse. Salmon mousse is so
0: good. Well, yeah, in the 1950s, fish mousse with brown bread and butter was a popular meal of American cuisine. Can I stop you for a second? Yes.
1: I had a very good friend who we called mousse. Okay. Okay. So he, was he thick and creamy? He, he was very <laughs> full of... Was he full of air bubbles? <laughs> um, he died not very long ago. So the whole time we were talking... Okay. I was thinking about... Moose. Moose. Okay. Okay. And it wasn't until you got to fish moose... Okay. ...that I snapped out of it and thought to myself, that's the most disgusting thing I've ever heard. So I went, I, Actually, I wasn't listening. I, I, I kind of like it I time. just wanted to acknowledge moose. And then now let's get back to your thing. Do they make like an onion moose too? That's something else? That's yes, to? they can make moose out of onions. Okay. It can be made out of vegetables. What is it that you add to it that moose sizes it? Moosefies it? Well, that's
0: the, that's the air. It it's the air. The
1: air. That's what makes it moose. Mousse. So that's about the whipping? It's about the... It's
2: the egg whites
1: and the air. Yep. The air. Okay. How many times you turn that shit? How many times you do that?
2: It's kind of like whipping cream. Yeah. Okay. So you make it fluffy, fluffy, fluffy. Them, a, uh, yeah. Okay. But it's all just it's all a... just
1: egg. Is it all just hot egg? Does the egg is the egg hot when you do it? Like it's egg, right? Moose? Like to make egg, it,
2: it's egg white, but you're you're gonna whip it when it's cold. Get the peaks,
0: and then you're gonna
1: cook it. Oh, okay. Okay. You Sure now. No, yes, I am sure now. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yes. No. I'm sure. Now. I'm sure now, <laughs> Yes. I understand. I I I was thinking that to make the moose... You had you had to whip up the egg, but I was wrong. It's not about the egg at all. It is about the egg. It's all about the
0: egg. It's about the air you put into (laughs) the
1: egg. Yes, right. Be careful of your air.
0: Yes, you need that air to make it mousse.
1: You need the air to make it mousse. Yes, you do. And on that note, something you you, you add like sugar and the flavorings, or like
2: it depends on the mousse you're making. Like my, you've had my pumpkin pie, right? My pumpkin pie. Is a moose pot pumpkin moose moose. It says pumpkin spice moose.
1: I, I like moose because I always it's have. got
2: a lot of egg and it's. Whipped a lot to incorporate
1: air. Like okay, that. now at what point do you add the tuna or the and fish or army? the? What well, at what point do you add like a protein? That I to don't that? know.
2: I don't know
1: how the the fish. Do you know me. what I mean? Yeah. I don't. I never made mousse.
0: You never made. Have you ever scrambled the fucking egg? Yes, I have. I used to cook all the time. Yeah,
2: he used to cook. But I then just, my husband would hover would me over, over me in, over in the kitchen say, the whole time.
0: Yeah. yeah, and so I just gave up cooking and yeah, let him do all the cooking now. Put more garlic. <laughs>
2: Or well, butter. That's butter. That, it needs more butter. Right?
1: That's the kind of thing that would have ruined a relationship had you not just said uh, Don done. But
0: I'm beneficent that way. Please. Oh. <laughs> and on that note, we're going to take a short break to enjoy some cake that Tommy brought over for Stephen's birthday. <laughs> And we're back after enjoying a delicious slice of cake provided by Tommy tonight. Please Thank so. you very much. Please. We now move on to our next segment, which is Turn Your Head and Call. <coughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, good one. Jesus, I feel like I'm an emphysema warden here. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Anyway, for our first subject in Turn Your Head and Cough, the World Health Organization has renamed the World Health Organization. <laughs> he didn't get it. He never does. <laughs> <laughs> Ow! Yeah, whatever. Anyway, the World Health Organization renamed Monkeypox. Mpox. Yes, is now called Mpox. And this is following complaints over... Racist and stigmatizing language linked to the virus's name. And
1: how do you think they did in an effort to solve that problem? I don't think they did a very good job. Okay, I don't This either. Mpox is this gonna just going to remind you that the M stands for monkey. Well, what does the M stand for? Monkey. I, I understand that, but that's the question when you see yeah. the word Mpox is what does the M stand for? Call it Pox 12b. Yeah, something
0: like that. Well, I think one of the things I was reading about this is that the um, I guess the uh, World Health Organization or someone else is thinking of like using the Greek alphabet now to like name these viruses. So it'd be like the Alpha virus, the Beta virus, you know, going down through the alphabet.
1: And then you got your Beta virus all upset because it wasn't the Alpha virus, you know. What I mean? ah, it's so stupid. Yeah, it's I so put- stupid. It's a, such a and you know what? It's such a like an... like a bullshit answer to the question. Like, people may just think, hey, you know what, that mon- that monkeypox, it doesn't sound right. Like, it sort of leads to, all right, so we'll change it. Let's make it M-Pox. M-Pox. You know, it's sort of, is it a fuck you? Like, instead what is Instead of it?
2: giving it an official medical name, instead of a five-year-old's name of a, of a oh, you yeah, got monkeypox, cooties, eh. Who,
0: who, uh, who, who are we
1: talking about? What, 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 what organization is this? The Who's- World
0: Health Organization. Who?
1: Who? <laughs> Now you're
0: going to repeat your bad jokes. Jesus Christ. We're hurting for material here tonight, obviously. Tonight? <laughs> okay. <laughs> tonight is
1: tired. Tired. That's when the lack of material starts to tighten them.
0: Anyway, speaking of veins, <laughs> today the Food and Drug Administration announced that it is opening up blood donations to sexually active gay and bisexual men. In monogamous relationships with other men. Currently, even makes the policy makes all gay and bisexual men abstain from sex for three months before donating blood. But now that restriction has now been lifted. So they want our blood, but they're not willing to say
2: that our that a an everyday gay single gay man who isn't in a relationship that sleeps around is less qualified to give blood than a heterosexual man that sleeps around with well, every fucking woman he, he meets.
0: I know. Well, but you have to look, look at the very beginning back in 1985 when they put a lifetime ban I know. on... Gay and me men donating for, blood. I know. You know, I'm
1: saying if if people want to give blood, let them give blood, right? You're going to test the blood after I give it to you anyway, right? Exactly. It gets tested.
2: it gets split, it gets tested. All of it does. It does. And, and for, for
1: whatever reason, they're going to throw some of it away. So let the people give blood. You know why? Because it makes people feel good when yeah. they do something like that, right? And if on the first test in, you say I can't use this blood because, and you get rid of that blood. It's unfortunate, but it's true. But I think you're like denying the person and I think
2: that the biggest problem with the donation of blood is them paying for people's blood. And you got all the drug addicts going in with needle marks up and down their arm and they're still taking their blood. Well because Yes, they test it.
1: The blood'll detox.
2: But you're paying them for it and they're just putting it in their arm again.
1: I- I don't know. I think that's the wrong that's the wrong problem. What do you think is the right problem?
2: Them not treating every
1: gay man as an equal. If people want to give blood, let them huh? give blood.
0: Anyway, I guess now we'll move into our next segment wherein we take a look into my briefs. Oh. <laughs> You gotta muffle it a little.
2: There's a lot of hair down there today.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's always how I feel right about now. Oh dear.
0: Anyway, I guess the most recent news that we were just watching about was the members of the Oath Keepers being found guilty of seditious conspiracy.
2: I hope they go to jail and get. Fucked in the ass every night.
0: Well, first of all, they were all on federal charges. I don't know what fe- I don't know. If federal prisons are any better or worse than state prisons are when it comes to a prison that is a prison. activity. It's,
2: it's still it's not a white collar crime. So are not going to club fed. Anyway,
0: they so were tell f- me about this seditious conspiracy. Well, what it was, there were five of them on trial. They were charged with a whole variety of charges. Two of them, the leader of the Oath Keepers, Randy Rhodes, and another one of the five convicted, were found guilty of seditious
1: conspiracy. Stop. Yes. Talk to me about that. Okay. Conspicuous <laughs> conspiracies. Seditious, Seditious conspiracy. conspiracies. Theory. Yeah, tell me about that. Conspicuous theories. Go ahead. What do you want to know? What is it? What does it mean? Which means they
0: were involved in a conspiracy to commit sedition by being involved in the 1 6
1: attack on the Capitol. Could you dumb down sedition for me for a second?
0: Basically, it's committing treason, armed on, on rebellion against the government. On rebellion the government. Armed rebellion against
1: the government. Yes. And they call it... Sedition. Sedition. Yes. Armed rebellion against the government. Not necessarily armed, but it's Sedic- rebellion against Re- the government. Okay. Okay. Okay.
0: Seditious conspiracy. Yes. They planned this shit out. Yes. Mm-hmm. So they found two of the five guilty of those charges, but they found the other three guilty... On other charges, including
1: obstruction of justice, stopping a, stopping uh <sighs> official government function, right. And in this case, the, the, certification the certification of the votes right. by Congress right, 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 right. at that
0: time. So they each face like up to twenty years in prison. Okay. At this point, good. And I'm like good because next up now are the uh, the Proud Boys. They're on trial next. And then, the, and, and I think yeah, they're I think they're facing similar charges. There's a couple of them. Yeah. So I'm like,
1: about fucking time, you know? And yeah. sets, it sets a precedent mm-hmm. of what suspicious conspiracy looks like. Seditious conspiracy, conspiracy. looks like. So yes. that you can charge it with precedent.
0: Yes. Well, as we saw in the news earlier, they've had sedition cases prosecuted in the past. But it's obviously been very difficult to get convictions on it. Yeah, and they're succeeding now. But now, they're in this case,
1: they're succeeding. And they they want to establish the, the basis for perhaps future charges being brought against Trump. Yes, yes, probably. So they're building a case of this is what seditious looks like. In this case, they said it was seditious. Yeah, it's just, a, it's, it's, case, it, it, it establishes
0: it was... an important precedent. That now you have an, a court officially saying, yes, these two people were found guilty of engaging in a seditious
1: conspiracy. On the same day, at the same time, with the same people.
0: That means it wasn't
2: just a a group of visitors to the capital that got out of hand.
1: right? You almost got to feel like... Do you think anybody believes you? Like, did you see that video? People who can say shit like that.
0: I know, and there are plenty of people who still maintain, oh, it wasn't, a, it wasn't a revolution, it wasn't a uh, rebellion, or anything like that. Of course, yeah, you yeah. know, they they're still in denial about no, what actually wasn't... happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or is that just putting yourself? People in died.
1: Place? It's
2: like, come on, enough. Yeah, motherfuckers.
0: Next up on looking to my breeze. I was reading a, an article written by a law professor from the Northwestern University School of Law. And who's that? Uh, somewhere in the Northwest. <laughs> really?
1: <laughs> really? Really? Really?
0: semi Okay. I didn't look up the the address, okay? I'll Forgive just,
1: me. Okay, so I'm sorry.
0: That's a school of law
1: here in the United States. You said it as though it absolutely shits and pukes law. Like it was the of everything law.
0: Well, Northwestern University is a fairly well-known university. Yeah, like,
1: Do you know where it is? The Northwest.
0: <laughs> And anyway, he was discussing the recent Supreme Court decision, so this big law guy. Yes. He's talking about the Supreme Court. Well, well, what he was saying was he was looking at the recent decision in which the Supreme Court ruled the New York state gun law unconstitutional. And he looked at basically the holding for that written by of course Justice Clarence Thomas, who and who wrote that gun control regulations are presumptively unconstitutional unless they are sufficiently analogous to a 19th century law. Okay, what is he talking <laughs> about rim jobs for? What he means by that is he's saying that any law... I know law, what
1: means. He,
0: he's saying that any gun law is presumed automatically to be unconstitutional unless there was a similar law in the 19th century. So because of that now, judges... Are being basically forced to overrule law, gun laws, and regulations Wait that have been on the a books for years. That's the most years.
2: ridiculous thing I've ever heard. Yeah,
0: it's yes. Yes. No kidding. That's called the originalist interpretation of the Constitution. What are we talk to- But what, now, what, what
2: does that mean in New York?
0: Well, well, I'm going to give you some of the like some of the cases that have come up now because of this. A judge held that because of the absence of similar regulations, that therefore limited New York's ability to restrict bringing concealed weapons onto pro- other people's private property because there was not a similar law back in the 19th century. So somebody can come onto my
2: private property with a gun. Yes they should expect a bullet in the head oh anyway I'm on my property
0: bitches in another case a judge ruled that domestic abusers cannot be prohibited from gun possession because there were no such laws in an age when domestic battery was regarded as a criminal fi- as a unprosecutable family matter. And, of course, there were no high-capacity magazines back then. You you were talking about muskets when the Second Amendment was written. You're going to give a a,
2: a, a man a gun that beats his wife. But under this interpretation, you
0: cannot have have a law regulating gun magazines because there was no law analogous to it. In the 19th century. Okay, so that's the that's the logical extreme of this of this line of reasoning. And this is all
1: proof of and evidence of what? What is the point?
0: Stupidity of stupidity on the Supreme Court.
1: Stupidity.
0: Because in the meantime. Mass
1: shootings are
0: continuing almost daily. There, you hear about shootings just about every day. Some, they
1: are, and everyone is.
0: You're hearing about peaceful. shootings. Yeah, and they have found that In states fact, that, that that the states that have the most gun regulations have the lowest gun amount of lowest rate of gun-related crimes, whereas those states that have the least amount or no gun regulations have the Highest rates of gun-related crimes.
1: <laughs> <coughs> I'm sorry, that laugh was completely inappropriate. Yes, <laughs> it was. Uh, I had lost my phone a couple of minutes uh, previous. Yeah, and yeah Stephen by was by trying to Stephen point Stephen me in and in the saw it, and he had to come help me get it. And uh, the ah ha that I just did was when I found it. So um, it had nothing to do with whatever Patrick was saying. So, Patrick, what were you saying?
0: Well, anyway, this just shows that the Supreme Court at this time, at this point values so zealously upholding the principle of the Second Amendment at the expense of the practical effects so of their rulings. They don't seem to care as long as they're upholding that Second Amendment. So if
2: if this is in effect for, you know, if he... Thinks that this is the way it should be for gun laws. Shouldn't it be the same thing for all laws?
0: Well, that who knows? Maybe they'll maybe they'll they'll decide that in other areas of law. But right now,
1: laws are constitutional.
0: Yeah, but right now we're just talking about gun laws, and like I said, this this whole original interpretation as to you know what the founders did at the time and everything, or what. Let me ask you a question. You know, the
1: the originalists.
0: What's that? The originalists. Yes. uh, in ten words or less, who are they? Clarence Thomas, Alito, Gorsuch. Those are probably the three primary ones on oh, the Supreme Court. Yes.
1: How big is this movement? Is this is this a movement? Oh is yeah, this... it's it's been around forever. They've been called earlier it? justices originalist.
0: Original. It's called the originalist interpretation of the Constitution. And it's 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 limited. there's also the literalist interpretation, which just says you go by. what's the words they used back then you know yeah okay and then there's the approach of taking things on a case-by-case basis or all these different varying approaches to interpreting the constitution if if it fits
1: your politics to let the constitution breathe and change and become then that's going to be okay with you yep so uh, okay, okay okay i i i'm i'm clearly giving you the wrong response <laughs> not at all well not at all well, what are we talking about what's the topic no, the
2: constitution should be looked upon in a generational thing what what we're looking at today it should, is it not should be it should be, it should be
0: an amalgamation of approaches it should be using the you know the literalist approach using the originalist approach using the practical approach Huh. You know? Is that what Combine call them it together. The uh, they probably have another word for it, you know? But that's what I'm talking about. Looking at these, you know, on a case-by-case basis under the law and everything. All
1: right, So it's whether or not you think that uh, the Constitution should change with the times and go with the people and be part of c- some sort of cultural well, or the, a response to the culture, the current culture. It should not be allowed to do that ever at all. That's one thing.
0: Well, that's the uh, argument. It's the argument between saying that what was written back then, that's thats it. Okay. Whereas other people view the Constitution as a living document that yes. is constantly evolving. Ergo okay. amendments. We don't like it. Well, anyway, on our next uh, subject under this uh, segment, it also involves the Supreme Court. Because, I don't
1: know, ooh, Patrick, that last one didn't go so
0: well. Well, this one is not going to go too well either because, I don't know if you, while we were away, there was a report by the New York Times that this man named the Reverend Rob Shank, who led an ev- evangelical non- not-for-profit organization, he sent a letter to Chief Justice John Roberts in July indicating that he uh, learned the outcome of the 2014 Hobby Lobby, Case from a woman named Gail Wright, who had dined with Justice Alito and his wife. Both Alito and Wright, the woman, have denied that this occurred.
1: Okay, so what's the problem?
0: Well, he sent it to the Supreme Court. Nothing ever got was heard more about it. So then, the chairmans of the Senate and. House, judici- judiciary committees, which are, uh, Senator Whitehouse and Congressman Johnson, I forget his first name. They sent a letter to the justice saying, um, what's the court doing regarding reevaluating its ethics concerning gifts in exchange? Because what Schenck was saying was that he was part of this whole operation meant to influence the Supreme, Supreme Court by making large donations to a Supreme Court charity. I'm sorry. I and hosting mean, dinners for them and things like not, that.
1: Is this not this is not standard practice? Is this not the way it runs, the way it goes for these guys? Well, the problem is there's no judicial code of ethics applicable to the Supreme Court. There's, and so it has always been like this. They've been appointed for any number of reasons. But
2: we've but never not, had assholes Well shouldn't say it never but we haven't had an abundance of assholes on the Supreme they Court they can like be like
1: bought into, the seats those seats can be bought and sold and it didn't it almost didn't matter a hundred years ago because the divisions weren't as deep so a hundred years ago a Republican and Democrat could sit in the same room and yeah. talk about something but now the divide is so deep and I maintain it I've said this before they had they planned this fucker out they planned this, for, they were going to go for the for the judiciary. Of course, they they've were been playing this for decades. They were going to start small, and they were going to do school boards and whatnot, and they were going to move themselves up, and they were going to do this, which is control the Supreme Court, which is where supposedly, if I'm not mistaken, the power is supposed to be fairly decided. like. It it, it does,
0: uh, mm. well, it's supposed to be the arbiter between the other exactly. two houses, you know. Exactly, you're supposed to trust it. It's an, a co-equal branch of government. But it's not all. But, but you, you know, the Congress can be right kind now,
1: sneaky, and the president's an asshole. So we got to count on the Supreme Court. That's always. But been,
0: right now, the Congress is getting fed up because they're saying, you know, what have what have you been doing? What has your investigation found since the. Because you had the leak earlier this year the Dobbs decision that, coincidentally, Judge
1: Alito wrote. Oh, so you're saying that Alito is leaking shit. I'm not saying anything. I'm saying,
0: grow up. Of course he's leaking but shit. But Congress is saying now, let us know what's going on, or we're going to start doing our own investigation. That's Ooh. basically what it's coming down to, you know? You think you—okay. Uh, but could Alito
2: be removed from the bench if they find that he's leaking information?
0: He has to be impeached. He could possibly be impeached, but no, as, as far as I know, no Supreme Court justice has been impeached
1: successfully. It doesn't matter. They weren't able to prove <coughs> seditious conspiracy.
2: That was one big piece of cake you
1: shipped in that mouth. Look, <laughs> 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 oh,
0: that oh, sound me We, we even in fascism. That sound means it's time for the week in fascism. And I guess the story we'll talk about is one that's been repeated ad infinitum this past week, and it's about Trump's infamous dinner <coughs> with the artist formerly known as Kanye West and the white supremacist anti-Semite known as Nick Fuentes.
1: I love this guy. Who,
0: Nick Fuentes? Nick Fuentes. Why?
1: First of all, he's adorable, okay? Second of all, he is dangerous. Yeah. He's also repellent and disgusting and all of those things. Yes, he and is. He's, he's all of those things. I but think Tommy wants to see him. Later. I think he's kind of hot. Wow, well, I really question your judgment in men now. I don't care. <laughs> I find nothing attractive about him. Really? Yeah. That sort of dark Latino, sort of dark haired, dark no. guys? No.
2: no. Not him. Bring don't me up me a, me a picture
1: of him. You want to see a if picture you of him? look my
2: calendar, I do like the dog Latino.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that um yeah, there's a but, lot in that picture there. There's yeah. there's a lot to like in that picture. Yeah. Brings back days with Sand in my hair <laughs> that's him. Um, could you bigify it, please? No, unfortunately I can't. Any of the pictures. there we go. okay, I see nothing unattractive about that face. He's probably not Latino he's probably't he doesn't, yeah,
0: doesn't look Latino no. he's
1: more, it's the dark it's the dark I think he's dark Irish. I would put him in my head immediately I would qualify him as dark Irish is what he looks like to me. that could be Scottish.
2: It could be that you haven't heard him speak. Uh, no, I know much. exactly what he stands I know what he says. I once know what he, he opens his mouth, he looks. I'm like
1: not saying. A I'm not talking about his politics. Douchebag. He's a horrible, despicable human being who happens to be hot. No, see, That's all I'm saying. So I don't find anything attractive about him. You're saying that the fact that he's despicable takes all of his hotness away. He loses. I don't guess. even physically. I don't see anything attractive about him. What about Colin Farrell? Colin Farrell, the actor? He's the actor. Colin Farrell, the actor. He's an extremely handsome man. Okay. What, does that, f- what does that have to do with this? He looks
2: nothing like that. doesn't look anything
1: like
0: Colin
2: Farrell. He's Jesus type one. He is no. exactly
1: the same. Oh, my God. Are you kidding me? No way. You, you are be- blind. Take it out of your head, boys, <laughs> Sister Mary. The picture with his hand up all the way, second row, all the way to the left. That one. This one? you? Get- Please do nah. bigify that for me. It's as you big as it big gets. Us. No, th- Click on the picture. Double click the picture, yeah. Thank you. It bigifies. I don't see anything unattractive about him. Except in that particular instance, maybe his... Uh, what'd you do? He's looking up Colin Farrell. Co- well, uh, yeah. yeah. Doesn't look anything For
2: like
0: Colin Farrell. Farrell. Please! Yes. Don't insult Colin look Farrell like that. I would that.
2: sit on his face in a minute. Go back. Right? The other one I would kick in the face. I'm
1: saying a very broad type-wise... They are the same type of dark-haired Irish. Beautiful, beautiful. You can have him,
2: but besides that, (laughs) he's an idiot. I, I, I
0: I know all. Well, that's what amazes me as how many of these young guys that are like him. You have him. I don't understand. You have Ben Shapiro. you have this one Jacob Wall Is Ben Shapiro high? Ben Shapiro's. High. No, no, I don't think any of them are. Because they're So many kind of them of it's just a- like what happened to your generation of men that you swallow and then spew out this poison? What happened to you guys, you know? You say things like swallow and uh, uh Money. <laughs> I'm sure that has
1: always plays a part. If you ever listen to him speak, though, he just—he's dumb. Everything he says and every every action he makes is an act. He's a, he's a, a complete vaudeville act.
0: And so is Kanye. Well, Kanye, uh, please. He's Kanye's a, a
1: medical condition.
0: No excuse. Sorry, no excuse. Where Bobby you?
1: Fisher had a medical condition too, but he was a rabid anti-Semite. One does not exclude the other. You can be perfectly healthy and still be a radical anti-Semite.
0: And you can be mentally ill and still be. A, a rabid anti-Semitic. Absolutely,
1: actually, those Does two go well together. Does that excuse their actions? No, 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 their... no, 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 no,
2: no. Doesn't no, excuse no. anything.
1: No, I, I'm not saying that. See, you're not here all the time, so you don't really know. Maybe because I don't think you listen.
0: I do. I mean, listen. and that's all. I, I mean,
2: you'd like to push his buttons.
0: Last <laughs> night, I listened to a podcast that Kanye appeared on with Nick Fuentes. Oh, okay. And he was saying all these things about the Jews, and then the host gently pushed back on him a bit on about the jews running the media and he walked out
1: and he walked out okay so here's the the every this is the entire psychology in that two and a half minute clip they come in and they're all on top top of themselves with power they sit down and they're confronted in any way in any way and now they are victims and then they are heroes for the getting up and, and walking out they don't have to attract everybody they only have to attract that that Certain number of people to make sure that... Oh, well,
2: uh, he said he's a hero and he deserves to be nominated for the presidency because he lost all this money because he backed Trump.
1: Well, if he was a superhero, I'd like That's to see a That's the reason he uniform. thinks
2: he deserves the presidency is because... <laughs> He lost all this money backing Trump.
1: It's money. It's and money. And he should lose it all. It's all No, it's all about money. They're going to buy it back and forth amongst themselves. He
0: should lose that's it all. That's the
1: thing. It's just
0: uh, the whole situation. Once
1: it still. becomes officially, like, purchased, once that is obviously clear, that's the signal. But I don't, I don't know if that, I don't see it happening too soon. Because it, it. this would have been an instance for it to... Happen, I know, I know, right? Because there was some serious shit here, like just ignored. Like what? What do I want to say? Not, and it's not a crime, but it should be questioned. That thing where you give you, uh, your relatives all the, all the power, all the good stuff, all power the, of the attorney. attorney, No, not power of attorney, not power over your life. You appoint them to things. You move them up in their life by providing opportunities to them that other people maybe wouldn't have gotten because they weren't them. Oh my God, come on! When you do it for your family. For your kid's nepotism. Oh, okay. I don't know. It's not illegal. It's distasteful. Yes, it is. And it leaves you open to questions that I think are kind of obvious. Like, They're kind of hard questions to. And they all did it. They all do it. Yeah. They're going to buy it back and forth. That's the thing. They're probably doing that forever anyway, right? Who? The people, the politicians, the presidents, the political parties, the mucky mucks, Uh, the people. Look at at the. The the, the top fuzz of political society.
2: The. the, I keep going to say queen. The the king now. You know, it goes from one to the other, to the other, to the other. It's all within the family. It's crazy. They were appointed by
0: God. Crazy. Anyway, we now move on to our next segment. Oh, wait, you're going to start and go back to
1: two segments ago, right? I'm very much... Uh, <laughs> I'm very much waiting for the coronation. I love that shit.
2: I do want to see it. I can't wait for that. Oh, the pomp too. and circumstance. I love it.
1: I love every golden carriage. I love the white uniforms. I'm waiting the coronation. Uh, yeah, I'm waiting for him to like, have a heart attack
2: and drop dead <laughs> before he even gets
1: coronated. He's 70-something. He would be... How old is that? He be? would roll he's over in his, his grave. He's about
0: 77, I think. Yeah,
1: he's old. He's yeah. What are you giving? 40 years? I'm just wondering if Harry's going to be part of the co- coronation ceremonies at all. I don't care. that's all fabulous. I love all of that. But um I want to see the the pretty the the He wants to see the scepter. <laughs> yeah, I like a good scepter.
0: <laughs> I bet you do, baby. Anyway, we now move on to our next segment. We're watching you watching. Yes, it's time for we like to watch.
1: And what RuPaul show did you watch this week, Tommy? It was <laughs> uh, definitely Britain and Canada versus the world. Wow! Um, one of them, I think, was a finale.
2: Okay, what happened on one of them? I remember reading something that something happened.
1: Okay, well, in Canada versus the world, don't you know your cute little Prime Minister Justin Trudeau showed up to meet the girls yes, the work
2: with? Yes, and one of the girls said, "Really? Yes, I don't really like set- you, but I like you walking away or something <laughs> right. like
1: that." I hate to see you leave, but I love to watch you walk away. Yeah. <laughs> to the Prime Minister. To the
2: Prime Minister of Canada. But he's got a nice touch. he's
1: a cutie pie. Yeah. He is, and he's, he's like a, a young, him. you know, dare I say
2: hip. And he went on RuPaul's <laughs> Drag Race.
1: Yeah, met the girls. Right? Good for him. It was, God, it was fucking great. It was awesome. It was just like, what the fuck? Yeah, it was awesome. Cool. It was cool. And is there anything else you watched? Uh, no, yeah, there was. I forgot that's what we do. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, this, oh, I started to watch that thing on the boat, 1812.
0: 1899. 1899. We, we finished, that. We finished Did that. Did you? Okay. Yes, we really liked that a lot. Uh, okay. And it looks like they'll be
1: continuing it. It yeah. was a little too dark and creaky for me. Okay. See, I like it like that. I don't, the dark, it was too dark, first of all, it's too dark. So I, uh, yeah, I don't, I didn't like it. Three episodes, four episodes, I was like, yeah, no. Uh, so that show was right up our alley. No, I like I it. I like a, it a lot. I watched a new documentary Okay. about this plot of land in Texas that they called the Killing Fields of Texas, of Texas, or something Texas. Okay. Uh, that flick's probably the original. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, it was, I don't know. You don't know? Uh, Whatever was on, I don't know. Can... <laughs> I don't well, know
3: we watched watch. a lot
0: this week. We I don't a lot. keep track of what I watched. First, we watched the new series Wednesday on Netflix. Okay, that's the Adams Family. Film. Yeah, yes, really it is. Good. Uh, was it good? Yeah. It was okay. He liked it more than I. Well, I liked could. it. I wasn't sure I was gonna
2: like it. Okay. Who I plays Morticia?
0: Was... Uh, Jenny Ortega is her name. Morticia? No, not Morticia. Oh, Morticia is uh, Catherine, Catherine Zeta-Jones. Zeta Jones. Oh, I like that. Yeah, she's a good choice. She's a good choice. I like she that. was good in it. That'll yeah. make me watch.
2: But the the girl who plays Wednesday is she was yeah so Jenny Ortega. Good. She's
0: really good. Okay,
2: I liked her sidekick in the the school.
0: Yes, the I, the yeah. I forget her roommate, whoever plays her. The young uh, werewolf. Yes, yeah, cause it takes place where she's in this private school called Nevermore Academy. All right, and because she's been thrown out of all these other schools for various crimes Best scene and reasons.
2: Spoiler alert: the, the it starts. Oh, the opening. This scene. is all I'm gonna do the opening scene is she's getting kicked out of school because pugsley was was being bullied and she stopped it and the the boys who were bullying were in the pool playing polo what a polo and she walked into the pool the 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 pool room and with two bags of piranha <laughs> and dumped them into the and and her her line and thing well he didn't die he just lost a testicle
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes there are some good i wish you know what it is i'm spoiled by the movies because paul rudnick wrote those movies and those were very very funny movies it's not the same kind of humor in this series no, it's a little tim bit more burton. low-key tim burton is the executive producer he directed some of the and episodes he directed some of it so the sets and everything look great and everything i find it to me it's it's this girl in a school. It's like we're doing Harry Potter because now she's investigating a mystery. I, There's murder on the, ground, like first, on the grounds of the academy. Like,
2: it's different,
0: but it was entertaining enough. It, it's almost okay. like it it. enough show. I
2: mean, we binged it in two nights, so you had to like it.
0: Yeah, how many episodes is it? Eight. Eight episodes. Yeah, yeah, it was eight episodes. Hair oh uh, No, no, hour. 45 minutes to an
2: hour. Yeah.
0: And we also rented out a movie this week. The new Jordan Peele movie called Nope. Okay. Nope. Nope. He also made the movies Get Out nope. and This Is Us, two good horror movies. That was a good movie. This movie is different. Yes. In some ways, the way it's filmed, it reminded me of a Steven Spielberg movie. Yeah. Because it takes place basically in the California desert on this horse ranch, that's where most of the action takes place. And it involves this uh this brother and sister who inherit this horse ranch their father died under mysterious circumstances and they inherit this horse ranch which the horses are rented out to use for TV and films and it's all about <coughs> they need to make money and they discover an unidentified flying object. In space above them, and their efforts to try to photograph it okay. to make money. Yeah, it's re- it's very under... it's more understated, I'd say, than his f- than Peele's first two movies. Yeah, but it's really, really well really done because well you have this other. S- the movie opens with the scene of this monkey sitting on the ground in what looks like a living room area that's been torn apart, and there's a dead body lying next to it, and you're like, "What the fuck?" Yeah. And then it switches to the main story.
2: It's a Yeah, it's a. a, You can tell it's a TV set.
0: Yeah. So then you find out later on how that's connected to this a story or what goes on. It's oh my oh my god. So it's like good storytelling. It is. It is really good storytelling. It really is, and the photography, the cinematography is beautiful. Awesome. Really is. Uh, I would definitely recommend this movie. Great story. Yeah, it is. It's a good story all the way through. I mean, it's not just about. Photographing the UFO. It's about exploiting en- entertainment by exploitation. Yeah. It's it's it, I it's I, about I don't know everything. How, yeah, it really is. About everything. Yeah,
2: everything.
0: But we definitely recommend that. Big thumbs up for that. Clearly. And then we watched this movie on Amazon Prime called The Oak Room. Okay. Which was really intriguing. We watched a promo for it. We're like, this looks interesting. And it was these two guys talking in a bar. And we watched the movie. It's all about this guy walks into a bar, has an argument with the bartender. And he starts telling a story about a guy who walks into a bar and starts talking to the bartender. And it's like... The equivalent of like the Russian nesting dolls, where you open right. one, and there's another one. That's what this movie is like, and, re- and the ending is a whole twist ending. Really, really well, well done. What's it called? The Oak Room. The Oak Room. It's a series. It's a movie. The movie. About ninety minutes. The movie is. It's very low key, but it really. Now it, this was based on play. Yeah, we found out afterwards it was based on a play written because it's written by this Canadian uh, man named Peter Jenerway. So you know what my husband did? What he did? I contacted the playwright. Of course you did. Because I'm like... Because when I was watching it, I was like, this would make a great play. Then afterwards I looked it up and found out it is a play. And then I couldn't find it published anywhere. But then I found the playwright's website. And he had an email address. So I wrote to him saying... Hi, I just saw your movie because he directed the movie. I found out and wrote the screenplay. And I said, loved the movie. I, you know, I, I, didn't realize until later that it was also a script. I said, I direct theater here on Long Island. Can you help me find a copy of the script? Since I can't find it, seemed, it doesn't seem to be published anywhere. And the playwright wrote back to me and sent me a copy of the script. That's a nice guy,
1: right? There. Sent me a copy it's never of the been script. Published.
0: Hasn't been published nice. yet. So I, I read it immediately. And he asked me about, you know, the theater that I w- want to hopefully direct this at. What size is he's handling all the, I guess, performance rights okay. to it and everything. Okay, 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 So I just said, well, I sent it to it's the okay. other theater. I'm waiting to hear back from them now, waiting for their approval of it. Okay. So, yeah. So it was a good movie and it led to hopefully a future directing a project. world
1: premiere. It's it could be a Long
0: Island premiere. This play. <laughs> The baby girl needs to go. That sounded. Ah, uh, Abigail needs to go out and. She needs to t- visit Mother Nature.
2: She doesn't like her voice on on the air, so she doesn't bark a lot. <laughs> <laughs> it
0: sounded fake, right? We now move on to our next segment. God, Karen, you are so stupid. Yes, it's time for People Saying Stupid Things. And this is actually a repeat performance. I think we had this guy nominated the last time. Twitter
1: owner Elon Musk. Oh, he's a Bount of fun.
0: Oh my God! Yes, I started following him on Twitter. The man's a lunatic.
1: I told him to take
2: screenshots like, of <coughs> everything so that he could sell it to the news when he <laughs> when when Elon takes it down.
1: You don't think that the, uh, NBC News has an intern sc- screenshotting it already doing they're, that? There
0: all the time. All? all the time. Just so have, But anyway, Apple. The company, of course, has yes. withdrawn all its advertising on Twitter. Right. Since Musk took over and basically opened the platforms up to everybody and their grandmother. So, well, hold on. Uh, Apple pulls all of its advertising.
1: Yes. Yep. How much of Apple's advertising was there? A lot. So, I have Apple represents a lot of, of advertising for them. Millions right. in
0: advertising. So Musk tweeted, Apple has mostly stopped advertising on Twitter. Do they hate free speech in America? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I read that, and then I read the comments below that, and I was like, I don't think he or a lot of other people understand what free speech
1: means. Yeah, well, no. They, well, yeah, everybody has their own interpretation of it.
0: Well, free speech, the First Amendment, protects people against government censorship. Yes,
1: yeah, so that's exactly right.
0: It does not protect against a corporation blocking someone from posting something on their products. So you and I—that has I nothing to I'm do with agree. free speech. Yeah,
1: I understand that. Go ahead. I'm interested now. I'm, I'm I'm rubbing my chin. Okay. And why why are you rubbing your chin? Oh, uh, because I'm interested. I'm I'm putting connections together. Okay. It's been a long time you've been doing this. <laughs> What
0: connections are you putting together? I'm not prepared to say yet. Okay. Well, that's pretty much all I had to say about it. I mean, that pretty much frames everything that's going on. I agree that was... I mean, Musk considers himself a, what he calls himself, a free speech absolutist. But I guess he doesn't realize free speech does not include yelling out fire in a crowded theater, you know? Um, That's absolute free speech. Yeah. We don't have that in this country. You can't. Of course not. Of course
1: not. Elon Musk. To Elon Musk, we say, to "Fuck Elon, you!" No, you're Suck so my stupid. Dick. Are we up to you? You're yes, so we are. Uh, so we're yeah. for Elon Musk. We say, uh, "Stop stupid. Stupid. You're so stupid." Yeah, we're gonna watch that implode. That's just gonna. That's gonna like a dark matter. Yeah, Twitter's, that's why I started Twitter's, following them on Twitter just to watch everything crash. Oh, Twitter's going down. Twitter's going down quickly. I won't give up my Twitter.
0: <laughs> no, I want to. I said I want to watch the building on fire. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> There's so, in his battle with Apple. I, I mean, now we, I, I think he was implying that he's gonna develop his own phone. Next. Yes, he's gonna have his own. Yeah, phone. Yeah,
2: he hasn't developed shit on his own. Well, yeah, he's bought the rights from from the well, engineers that you fucking could go,
1: built them. What does he do? Like, okay, so his Not his today. father, his father owned gem mines. Yes, in South Africa mm-hmm. during apartheid. Yep. and so Elon, one of the spawn of this man. Yes. clearly, clearly a, de- a demon. How many? How many? Sp- how many brothers yes, and sisters? A, He's a
2: he's he's the the blood diamond heir.
1: Okay, so yeah, the the money is um there's no there's no limit to oh, his money.
2: There's limits to his money. Uh, uh, there's limits to everyone's money. He's forty four
1: billion dollars. He's lost. and a lot of it isn't his money. No, nope. but Patrick, when you're losing, okay, he, who am I? He, you're. Uh, oh my God, look at you, Stephen. How long have you been here?
2: Hey, <laughs> <laughs>
1: When, when you talk about losing $44 billion, how much how how much is that, is he worth? $120 billion? That I don't, I don't know. It's $260 billion? Dollars?
2: Well, it depends on what he's worth in cash or what he's worth in assets. Let
1: me tell you something that blew my mind and I'll never forget it. In terms of time, how much is a million, okay? A million is like... A million is a mil- shit nowadays. No, 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 no. a million use- is... 12 seconds no, no hold on a million is what? a billion a million seconds is 12 days okay okay a billion i got it wrong <laughs> you gotta you gotta google it for me <laughs> what am i googling google uh worth of uh uh, uh, uh um, a billion versus a million versus trillion that uh, makes no sense to me uh, yeah yeah just type those words Billion versus million. It says one billion versus one million is a huge difference. Okay, that's what I'm getting at. A billion dollars is a thousand times greater than a million. Okay, so So what I'm saying is a million seconds in time is like 12 days. Could that be right? Mm -hmm. Fuck you. What are we talking about? We went from Elon Musk to talking about... What I was saying is that his loss in relative terms, if he loses $44 million and his net worth is already $260 billion, the forty-four billion dollars isn't going to hurt that much when you consider how much a billion is, and then he's got already two hundred and sixty-six of them. Yes. So I don't feel bad for his loss his huge, tremendous losses. No, neither do I. When it comes out of, like I said, I I, I, I was writing about this on
0: on Facebook, and I said, you know, it's the battle of the billionaires. Let them beat let them beat each other up, you know.
2: One million seconds is would take up 11 days, 13 hours, 46 minutes, and 40 seconds. A
1: billion is going to do 32 years. A billion seconds is 32 years. Oh, my, you're making my head spin. No, listen, I'm going, going to...
2: <laughs> You're really making my answer. We're talking
1: about the size of a million compared to a billion.
2: It is a bit over 31 and a half years.
1: So, a million seconds. Listen to me. I you can't s- anymore. Listen to me. I can't. I can make you understand this. I don't want to. No, you, but you have to. because it <laughs> helps. Because it helps explain my position. You
0: already explained your position. I want. I want to. I see. don't need the math behind it. Well, uh, that's well, math that's, was never my forte.
1: I'm the questioning attorney right now. So, a million seconds is 12 days, roughly 12 days. Yes. It takes 12 days to do a million seconds. A billion sec. How long do you think a billion seconds is worth? I don't know. Okay, take a guess. I Wait. don't know. If a million is if a million is 12 days, how much is a billion? 32 years. Shoot me now. 31 and a half years. <laughs> so the, the 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 amount of a billion is a lot. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it, I watched. I watched Moonstruck the other night with my sister. So that's in the in the parlance of
2: wrong it. segment. Oh my, <laughs> oh
0: my god! Oh my
1: god! Where's the cannabis? One
2: hundred twenty-five thousand. Oh my god! I, my, my head is
1: spinning from that one. No, I, think I was. I think I was saying that. Uh, uh, Stephen, a billion is a lot. Steven was saying how much he lost. And it was like $44 billion, whatever the thing was. And I said, 44... I'm not saying this again. Fuck it. Now I sound like...
0: <laughs> Please don't say it again. Please don't. <laughs> the thing is,
2: that's not the only thing that he's lost money on. He's lost money on sending himself to space. Well, that the, was the thing I was talking about.
1: But he doesn't lose money. You lose money. You suddenly have no money. He suddenly... But he's what?
2: losing what he cares about more than money. He which had, is the respect of his peers. My
1: question was this, originally, before we got off into this whole thing with Patrick and his son <laughs> His father owned gem mines. He became a billionaire for the Gen mines, So he bought Tesla from somebody else. W- w- where he's, the whole space thing is really just, it, it's, desi- it's right. just, it's just like the, the toy train set for this guy now. He's just guy, it doesn't matter how much it costs. So, and now he's running Twitter and what do you expect? Like, he's going to, it's just... Uh, uh, it's fascinating. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why you are lost. I think that was very well laid out. What? What did? <laughs> has he created? What is he? What? what uh, he's, he's he has created. He started with billions of dollars and he's making billions of dollars using other people's ideas, right? Yes. Okay. Not that, that. Not that there's anything wrong with that. No. Next, Julia Andrews, take me away from the math.
0: Raindrops on roses. Whiskers on kittens this Sunrise and kittens sunsets and, and, and idiot mittens Brown paper packages tied up with strings These are a few of my favorite
1: things The fact that you try to ruin for me only proves that you're a dick <laughs> <laughs> As if I had to prove that to you <laughs> I've been uh, telling you for years
0: Anyway, welcome to Five Faves I don't
1: remember the topic
0: the topic for five phases is to name your five favorite openly queer characters in a non-queer movie. I Does it have to be first. a movie? What? Does it have to be a movie? Yes. yes. I no TV first. shows.
2: Is all he is is going to say. Frankenfooter. No, no,
0: I didn't say it. But I don't know if I would count that. Why? It's not a straight it's whole, movie.
1: It's not a straight movie. You want an openly gay character in a straight movie? That's not a straight movie. That's not a straight movie. First of all, it's a musical. You don't think? <laughs> uh, that's a, Okay.
0: No. 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 <laughs> the rare two X's. Right. Really. Both of us have said no. That's so rare. Yeah, that's the, maybe the so first time ever. I got them to agree on something. There's a plus.
2: <laughs> So, fuck you. What's yours?
0: My first one is Rupert Everett in My Best Friend's Wedding. Okay. The quintessential gay best friend, you know? Oh, there
1: it is obvious. Right? I thought so. Yeah, okay.
0: Had to list him. Never saw the movie? You never saw My Best Friend's Wedding? Oh, good comedy. Oh. Good comedy. Julia Roberts is excellent in that.
1: Okay. Yeah. What's your first choice? Um, The gay guy in that 1940s movie. Oh, that really narrows it down. But that's what I'm saying. There was the guy from the 1940s, and there were two or three of them who played all the gay guys in all those 1940s movies. Somehow or other, you knew this character was gay, and he usually wasn't presented very positively, and things didn't know his work outfit. you about was-
2: the guy who was on Orient Express. He
1: was in every movie. He was in all of those movies. He, and he's not the same guy, but it's that character who appears in all of these old-time movies. Are you movies. talking about...
0: The, well, there's two actors like that. One was Franklin Pangborn. I don't know
1: their names. Or I don't know who the them. other one was. But I wouldn't call those open characters. Well, some of them were pretty fucking open. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Some of those guys were pretty queenie. But it was never
0: like... Established that they were openly gay. They were openly effeminate. Okay. okay. He's
2: gonna. There's gonna be an issue with all of. The I, ones that's that right. Because there's an here. issue.
0: There's an issue with one of mine that I have as well. There so always this, there, they're always like because
2: uh, my next one is Plato Crawford. Crawford, sorry, Rebel Without a Cause.
0: Oh, no, that's perfectly fine, Plato. Yeah,
1: I just love him. Yeah, good movie, and he's an excellent That's why character in it. Him. And he's a beautiful man, right? He's a beautiful
0: man, always. Why can't I think Salminio?
1: Oh, yes. Salminio! Say it, and I, I, you, you know how you hear? I hear that word in my taint. <laughs> Salminio. Yeah. Jesus, God, he was beautiful. Tragic death too. God, he was beautiful.
0: Shot in the driveway of his home, I believe. Yeah. God, he was
1: beautiful. Yeah.
0: Anyway, my next choice is. Hollywood Montrose from Mannequin. Do you remember the movie Mannequin with Andrew McCarthy and What's-Her-Name from Sex and the City? Uh, And um, Meshach Taylor from uh, Designing Designing Women. Before that show, he played this window designer in this department store named... Hollywood Montrose. Okay, okay, love
2: that. Big fagula, lots of skulls. Yeah. <laughs> okay.
0: Big, loud, flamboyant, love great character. Right. One of the highlights of a generally bad movie. I mean James Spader plays one of the bad guys in the movie. He yeah. just looks so icky in the movie. Yeah. I never saw it. It's really it's a stupid movie. It really is, but Hollywood Montrose is is the best thing in it. So, what's next on your list, Thomas? I don't have a next. What do you mean? You have to have a next. I don't have a next. How could you not? I gave you a day's notice on this. Yeah. Yeah. Gave yeah. Stephen a
1: list. He has a list. Stephen has a list. You know why? Because I-, I get to go home. <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right. My next one. Yes. Is Elmer Del Mar. Elmer Del Mar. From Brokeback
0: Mountain. Mm. Just because
2: he's fucking hot.
0: It was not a gay movie? No. Wouldn't
2: you it consider Brokeback Mountain
1: a gay movie? I would consider Brokeback Mountain a gay movie. Yeah, me I too. Would. would you? Yeah. yeah you would.
2: I just like when he
1: went. <laughs> <laughs> I love the movie. They're both adorable. It's a very sweet story.
0: Yeah. All right. So I'm wrong. Go ahead. Okay.
1: Next on my list. So far, it's like four to zero. Like, we. Go ahead. I know.
0: Next on my list from 1968's The Producers, director Roger Debris. Okay, played then, by Christopher Hewitt.
1: There's a flag up on this. Line. Why? It's you're not going music- to tell me that's a gay movie. It's a gay movie. How is that a gay movie? First of all, it's a musical. It's a musical. Second of all, I can tell by the it's English not a musical. Group, it's you know a exactly movie about making a musical. It is a musical. How could but you it's say not. That movie it's not. not, not a musical?
0: It, it is. It's, it's. It's a movie about making a musical. Okay, that's. Uh,
1: that's fine. I understand the distinction. Put your the fucking the. But it's not or, a
0: musical movie.
1: You're talking about the 1968 uh, movie. which Gene okay, Wilder, Gene and, Zero Wilder and Zero mustel I don't mean the crappy one later on. Okay, fine. <laughs> that crappy one that was 16 Tony Awards. I understand what you're saying. Yeah, that's a game. I movie. don't mean
0: the Tony Award the show. Producers? I mean the later the movie.
1: Ah, uh, the movie. The original movie. The original movie. movie. No. No, it was it not was a gay not, movie. but it had gay sensibilities. Well,
0: of course it had, because it had these two gay characters: had like Roger Debris and his assistant. Yeah, he what was, was he dressed as the name? he was dressed as the Grand Empress Anastasia yeah, for a ball.
1: <laughs> but I look like I feel like I look like the Empire State Building.
0: <laughs> So, and you have no one else on your list, Hold huh? on,
1: hold on. Let me think of one. Uh, a bad, a queen in a straight movie. Um, Doesn't have to
0: be necessarily a queen.
1: Can be a lesbian. Well, no, it's somebody out. An out gay person in a Character. Uh, mainstream movie. I uh, can't think of one. Wow, you're bad at this. I, I told you. I really this bad. Was be, I don't see many movies. I have zero attention really?
2: skills. about Carol Todd?
1: Toddy. Carol, oh, Toddy. Yeah, that's not bad. That's really
2: good. That's about a too. gay movie. No, it's not. Victor Victoria? No, it's not a gay movie. Oh,
0: come on. It's a gay movie. Yeah, it is. Sorry. It's a
2: love story between a man and a woman.
0: It's about a woman playing a playing man, playing a man playing a, playing, playing a woman. Queer movie. So that
2: who's was not next,
0: a queer movie. Queer movie. Back then, they couldn't make queer
1: movies. Who was the next, <laughs> This is how they got around that. Uh, who, who were the love interests in that movie?
2: It was... Julie uh,
1: Andrews and James Garner. Yeah. Julie Andrews and James Garner were the love interests. Nick. Yes. Okay, and because they were a straight couple, it's a straight movie. Even though for some of the movie, James Garner thinks that Julie Andrews is a man. Or is tricked into thinking that and then he has to yeah, it's a straight movie.
0: It's a straight movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a straight
1: movie. I disagree with you on that. It's a
0: straight movie. I'll move on to my next choice.
2: The then. Double you, know, you know what doesn't not, mean
1: uh, it's not a straight movie. Leslie us say Come on. What about her? If that character appears anywhere, it's a gay thing. <laughs> oh okay. <laughs> no straight man makes that character. Like no no straight no, that's a gay thing. That's that character in all of its different various incarnations. Okay. There are hundreds. Uh-huh is gay. Okay,
0: my next choice. Oh, we're still doing this fucking. Yes, thing. we are. Is from one of the few Thanksgiving movies that are actually out. Well, it's an older movie from 1998 called uh. Home for the Holidays, directed by Jodie Foster and Robert Downey Jr. Play the gay brother of the main character played by Holly Hunter. But Hold on, isn't that guy? That was not no. a gay movie. No, it's no, not a gay movie
1: at all. I'm seeing sweaters, fireplaces, and lots of uh, decorations. No. no. no.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's all about this woman her life's falling apart no, and she goes and home to her eccentric family for Thanksgiving
2: and her sister is like
0: she's a tight a, ass conservative bitch ass and, and Robert Downey Jr. is gay I forget what his job is who recently gets married This is 1998 obnoxious fucking fag yeah 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 I know the
1: type i met
2: him. i met him. I love you know me
1: Mario Cantone does that
2: yes yes But Robert Downey
1: Jr. was... To a large extent, that used to be uh, what you call... What's his name's... Nathan Lane. Yes. Back when Terrence McDowell was writing for... That was all about him being in that sort of smart-ass, but kind of... Yeah. That that was his... Yep. Exactly. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, that's I agree. it. That's it. That's a good one. Okay, thank you. Well, we already know what he doesn't have anymore. So, what do you have My next on your one, list? You can pick one of two,
2: but I like the the first one. I'm going to say Brandon Shaw and Philip Morgan, who were
0: uh, characters in *Rope*. Ah, good movie, Alfred Hitchcock the movie. Alfred Hitchcock. You saw it? Ah, uh, yeah. That was the first. That's like, the Learner and Loeb trials. Yes. It? Yeah, that's what it's based that was on. The 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 first. Loeb. Leopold and Loeb, Leopold. Leopold
2: and Loeb. <laughs>
1: Learner Learner and low in our murderers. I always get those two confused.
0: But that's
2: that's the first time I learned of gay. I bet
1: some people would disagree with you. (laughs) Gay people existed to you for the first time in that movie. No, gay murderers gay murderers there's actually a good
0: movie about Leopold and Lowe I think it's called Swoon it I a think I've seen film. That. really really good movie I love all things Leopold and Lowe okay I'm not sure why I'm not sure why either but I, I... that was a very gay movie Leopold Swoon. and Lowe no sweet it's the movie Swoon, Swoon about them
1: yeah I mean it's yeah it's certainly a way you could... I never saw the movie but to go that extremely gay is certainly within the realm of possibilities
2: but it's like it, it's you know I've seen those characters in myself <laughs> <laughs> I could see myself putting a body in a, a chest and Using it to serve food.
1: Okay, and in the future trial in 2030, when you know they're playing I, this tape at a trial uh, <laughs> because they found you under the strawberries, I was no, going to say I'd that put them under like, the
2: zucchini because
1: <laughs> he probably feeds zucchini really well though. No,
2: I've learned you, you always put a dead body yeah. underneath a plant that is uh, it's it's uh, words protected <laughs> from what? It's a protected species.
1: Oh. Oh, so they can't dig out. So cancer. they can't dig
2: it
0: up. Oh. <laughs> Okay, that was a long way to go for that. I know, I
2: couldn't get
1: uh,
0: it. <laughs> for the last choice on my list, I was ambivalent about this choice. Addison DeWitt in All About Eve. Because it's never really expressly said that he's But he's, he's gay. not an
2: out gay man.
0: Well, that's a question. Is he, would you consider him to be an out gay
1: man? By what, by what time periods?
0: Uh, by the time period in which the movie takes place. Then yes. You would say he was an out man? I would say he was an out gay man by the standards of that time. Okay. Because I was, I was watching scenes, from the whole scene with him and Eve. Are
2: you sure you're not on the Supreme
0: Court? No, I, no I'm i saying that. And he's talking to Eve about, you know, let's face it, we're both not lovable people. We're in a loveless marriage here. You know, there's both something wrong with us. Because it's implied that Eve may be a lesbian, the way she is about Margot. Right. I don't know. About but I went with Addison DeWitt. Okay. The question is, is that a gay movie or not? It has gay sensibility, but I wouldn't say it's a gay movie. It has gay sense
1: and sensibility.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, come you on. See, it has they, all the greatest freaking lines. The
2: problem I have with this category is. <laughs> You find out how little gay representation there is in straight movies.
0: Exactly. A lot of times they're just seen as stereotypes or as
2: or the gay best friend. Or if there's a gay person in it, it's considered a gay movie.
1: Well, no, because if Margot was, was we're supposed to assume from innuendo that Margot was also gay.
0: No, see, I wouldn't know, but I felt that way about Eve. Margot, I didn't think was. She was. In, she's in love with Bill. You see, and that's
2: the reason I only have men on my list. Because the women that you know are gay in the movies, they're not out gay
0: women. Well, that's funny because I actually had a woman character on my list. There was one. one. I
2: forgot the name of the movie, though. Well, the mine character. was a,
0: oh, was from a horror movie from 1963 called The Haunting. It was with uh, Russ Tamblins in the movie. It was remade was later on the, the with teacher? Lily Taylor and Catherine Zeta-Jones. Was that the teacher? It's all these parapsychologist movie? people who were investigating a haunted house. And there's this one character named Theodora, who's a psychic. She's very confident and very outgoing, and she- she kind of flirts with, like, the main character in the movie. And at one point, the main character, you know, refers to her as being unnatural, you know, like you. As it's like, oh, yeah, she's obviously an out lesbian to these people then, you know? But it was never... It It was was never never, because he could because back then in those days you couldn't say that in the movies. If we were to see that now, if somebody were to see that now, would the point be clear? Well, that's the thing. They remade the movie years later, and Catherine Zeta-Jones played the same part, and And she's a lot more. She was a lot more sexual in the movie. I would say a lot more flirtatious because you're allowed to say now, "Hey, I'm a lesbian" or whatever or gay in a movie now.
1: Well, that's how Seeley can be lesbian in the musical. But not the movie. Yeah. The movie kind of washed, uh, whitewashed that a bit,
0: so to speak. Whitewashed it. They got rid of it totally. Well, not totally. I mean, they had the one kiss scene. Yeah, that's
1: an innocent weirdness that just. Yeah. Yeah, that's a, that was not lesbian to me. Okay. I mean. It was a lesbian kiss, but it was not... That was, me, it,
2: that was like a 16-year-old kissing her best friend. You know, it was
1: a... Sort of awkward weirdness. Yeah. yeah.
0: But anyway, that's it for my list. Is that fit, it for your list? For list. And you, you're useless on this list this week. Yeah. Shame on you. Shame, yeah. I think I think you should pick the next category for next week. Now. For next week? Yes. What's next week's day? Next week's
1: day is... December 7th. December 7th. December 7th. Okay, so, so Google me what happened on December 7th. Pearl Harbor. Pearl Harbor. So let's five favorite <laughs> Pearl Harbor memories.
0: I don't have any, you dick, neither do you. <laughs> I'm going to get a note too soon. <laughs> we now move on to our next segment. Get off my
3: lawn. Did you hear me? I said, Get off my lawn now.
0: Yes, that it's time for the, so the grumpy old gay man gripe of the week. I. Hate when
1: people in line aren't ready with their card. With what card? Whatever they're paying with. Oh, okay. Without, the, with with the, when their payment sources. Do you remember
2: ready. checks?
1: Oh, God. Would you show the checkbook that pulled out? You sit
2: there and, oh, yeah. you gotta rock and write a check. You could have been writing the check when they were ringing all this shit
1: exactly. up. Exactly. <laughs> yes, that kind of thing. But that what's kind your of, rush? Oh, shut my, up. My, 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 my rush is why do I have to wait behind you because you're not prepared when? the time cut you know you're gonna have to pay you came in picking out things to pay for so you know you're gonna have to pay have your fucking payment method ready
2: or they wait until they're all done scanning everything bagging everything and then find out oh i don't even i i don't have my wallet well
1: that's well that's a whole different other thing altogether but i'm talking about yeah and i don't mean you have to be third in line with your cash out ready you know shivering like a like a Often, yeah. Uh, as she ringing it up, nice. You get yourself ready. You get yourself private. Just you your, know about you get,
2: how much it's gonna be if you're taking cash out.
1: Just don't let her bring everything up. Bag it. Put it in your trunk, and then you and then say how much. Or then start searching for your fucking wallet. Fuck yeah. you. <laughs> Fuck you. Be ready. Okay. And lift those knees. Yeah. What's your gripe, Stephen? Do I have a gripe? Yeah,
0: you always have a gripe, please. Uh, I buff- live with you. Buffering during porn. Oh, porn <laughs> buffering uh, is
1: rough stuff right there.
2: I hate it. You get right to the good part. It's like ready to shoot and there's a buffering. Yeah,
1: yeah, buffering, yeah, yeah.
2: Buffering. Yeah. <laughs> and it's always there in the weird position. That I it's feel like,
1: that. ah! Okay, I I that. that's the true thing. <laughs> That's a good Hate one. Can confirm. Good gripe.
0: Oh my God. My gripe is related to his birthday presents. I ordered it last week. What was it? I'm not telling
1: because it hasn't arrived yet. Do so you know what it is? No, he does not. I didn't ask you if he knew what it was. He must I asked know. him
0: if he knew what it was. No, he does not know what it is. No. I'm not speaking even <laughs> to
1: you. Tell him. Do you know what it is? No, See? See? Are you happy now? No, but you must be because you got it to come through you first <laughs> the way you always wanted it. To. Because I already
0: knew the answer. But I didn't. The point is, when I ordered it, I ordered it for quicker delivery to be delivered today and what happened so i paid extra for it to be delivered today and what happened it was not delivered today Where was it delivered it hasn't been delivered yet it's still marked in transit okay. i'm tracking it now online and when's his birthday
2: now did they his birthday is tomorrow Monday December 1st saying that you will get this by
0: by November 30th today or on or around uh, on November 30th
2: so you paid extra to have it shipped for the 30th. So you're going to
0: call I could have them? I could have paid extra to have it delivered on the 29th, but it was even that was that was more expensive. I yep. was like, "No, I'm paying up but so I'll just you're pay going for the, to 30th. Call the
2: company uh-huh. when you receive it." Okay. And say I want the extra money back. Okay. Why did I pay for express shipping if it wasn't expressly shipped?
0: Yeah, that really i really annoyed me.
2: And is it being shipped through UPS, or is it being shipped through USPS? Uh,
0: Federal Express.
2: Wow, okay. FedEx is usually... Prop- yeah, yeah, I know. So, keep with the tracking. Yes,
0: I am. Yes, I am, if I'm it comes, not happy.
2: If it comes tomorrow, I wouldn't be too mad. No, I'm,
0: not, I'm hoping it <laughs> at least comes tomorrow, you know?
2: Well... In the tracking, does it say in a time when you're going
0: to get it? No, it just says in transit right now. That's all it says. All it says is in transit. Doesn't give me an estimated because time FedEx, of delivery. FedEx this delivers. small
1: slice into gay urban, gay suburban hell, <laughs> has been brought to you by the mundane lies
2: no, I'm all about getting my money back if that package is not here on time. Okay. Because they try to pull that all the time with, with in around Christmas time and the holidays. Because it's busy. And they'll say, oh well, you know the holidays. It's it's you know a certain business day. Then don't put the the date that they're gonna I'm gonna receive it if you can't guarantee it that day. And. Don't fucking take my money. Don't take $25 on a $15 item if yeah. it's not going to get here on time,
1: bitches. How to celebrate the holidays. <laughs> Featuring Steve Apprentice. Go
2: into a
0: store and buy this shit.
1: <laughs> I think we've covered all oh, the grubs. That was like the longest zip pop ever. <laughs>
0: right? My God, even we don't go on like that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you do go on.
0: We do. Yeah, Anyway, we now come to the conclusion of this week's episode.
1: Oh god, that was that was I got to tell you that was a that was like an uphill climb. <laughs> 19 and a half hours. Oh, you poor thing. It's 400 How many seconds. <laughs> I you know what? I don't, I don't time them, but I should. <laughs> For future billing references.
0: Anyway, what 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 new and exciting things
1: you have coming up this week, Thomas? Uh, nothing new and exciting. There, um, uh, uh, Studio Theater is running the what do I want to say, uh, Scrooge? Yes, you'll be bartending I there in the lobby. The, yes, 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 I'm there in the lobby. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm in my, yeah, that's the Studio part. Theater in Lindenhurst okay, on Wellwood Avenue. Studio Theater, that's right. And added my birthday. Uh, what? And not at my birthday party. Uh, I will not be at your birthday party. No, you will not, because he's working. Because I'm working. And uh, then they got the, what you call the Frosty and his Puppet Pals. Ooh. Which is an original okay, Frosty the sounds, Snowman. Will the bar so be open
0: so for that? For that? that it is. Nice. The bar is, the the bar bar is open is, for a children's show. Double <laughs> <laughs> that double so, That
2: sounds
1: like something that could be buffering. It, it's... Uh, <laughs> could be buffering. Oh, my... <laughs> I personally don't go in for you know felt the <laughs> way really, some people do, and they're they you know the Jim Henson style puppets, and they they look it's not like you know those kind of string puppets with the frosted... like they they do a fucking snowball fight, okay, which I thought was cool as shit. <laughs> They do a snow. They have a snowball fight like with the audience, oh my God. which oh my I thought mind. was so cool. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, uh, 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 Frosty and his puppet pal. Cool. Bring the kids. That's who it's for.
2: <laughs> Make sure you bring the kids, guys. Yeah, you can,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> snow fight inside. Don't be the I mean, fifty how year fu- old
0: going out. into one of those shows alone.
1: Well, that's why I'm going to Disney.
0: So Stephen, what do you have new and exciting coming up this week? Nothing? Your birthday. When you're gonna be 56. Anyway, don't forget, you can download all our episodes, plus our bonus material, at our website, www.grumpyoldgameandtheirdogs.com And you can follow us for our daily posts
1: on Facebook and Twitter. Yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> you stumbled here. I did? Yeah. How did I stumble? Ask Stephen if he'd like to say goodbye to the
0: people. Stephen, would you like to say goodbye to the people? Goodbye, my people. Now give me my cue. And now I'll give you your cue. And on this note, we'll say have a good night, have a good week, have a good life, and we'll see you next time. Bye, bitches.